Welcome to World Ocean Radio. I'm Peter Deal, director of the World Ocean Observatory. What is the antithesis of the ocean? The desert, it would seem. I recently traveled to Egypt, purported to be the driest, least rainy country in the world. Rain averages 0.1 inch a year. Snow rarely falls in the mountains of the Sinai. The country is a sliver of water edged in green from a delta on the Mediterranean south into the heart of Africa, the Nile, the longest river in the world, from its source in Burundi, flowing north to Alexandria, where it joins an inland sea. The edges are thin and fragile, vulnerable to flood prior to the construction of the great dam at Aswan that controls the water even as it caused great historic monuments to be moved to higher ground. All the habitation and agriculture of the modern nation is clustered there. The monuments, some dating back to 5000 BC and the ensuing tombs of the pharaohs, indicate that not much has changed. The pyramids at Giza rise up out of the sand, uncanny geometrical sandstone forms seemingly impervious to time. The Great Sphinx, constructed around 2000 BC, stares into the sun and wind, a man's head, no wings, with an eroded perplexion, as if wondering, why me? Why here, of all places? The cultural artifacts did not disappoint. The burial treasures are mostly removed to museums in Cairo, but the tombs are an astonishing compendium of knowledge amassed and recorded by a cast of scribes who carved into the walls, in complicated relief, documents, all aspects of daily life, the rituals and beliefs, the science and medicine, the forms of harvest and sustenance, the great ceremonies that characterize the pharaonic periods. The realization that such a level of civilization existed so long ago is profound. The divisions of rich and poor, the challenges of living in a harsh climate, the rise and fall of autocrats sent shivers of recognition to this 21st century tourist. How is it different? Inequities, tyranny, vast engineering achievement, science opening the world to unimaginable possibilities, transitory nature of life, desert reflection. Around all this is a turning of endless sand and horizon. If it was blue, it would be the ocean. There are waves and crests of sand. There are patterns on the surface made by the wind, sandy spindrift lifted and blown. For infinite water, there is infinite rock and gravel and mineral grit that circulates in patterns that cannot easily be anticipated or passed over as they are so ephemeral that they offer nothing to hold on to, no marks by which to guide one's way. Lost in the desert? Lost at sea? Lost. It's impossible not to connect these views with climate. That desertification is one terrible consequence of increasing drought, declining river volumes, and the loss of once fertile ground. What would happen to Egypt if the present trends of heat and storm and climate consequence remained unchecked and carried on with a relentless transformation to dry, dead ground in which nothing can grow? The desert is a dead zone. There is biodiversity there, numerous examples of algae, birds and animals, many insects, grasses and plants, and a remarkable range of over 2,200 species of fungi and lichens. The pharaoh's physicians knew about such things. They discovered ways to live in such a climate, to thrive and survive, to build monuments, make glorious art and artifact, and feed and heal themselves where the pharaohs 
citizens, priests, or slaves. Historical research suggests that in 2500 BC, the population of Egypt was 1.6 million. Today, census figures indicate over 100 million still clustered along the Nile in a land that is 96% desert and rapidly losing habitable land to global warming, urbanization, lost wetlands, saltwater intrusion, and more desert evermore. Look around. The facts are the same. Statistics are similar. The threats are universal. Standing there comes to mind the famous Shelley verse from his great poem Alzamandius, a reflection that pertains and cannot be denied. My name is Alzamandius, King of Kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. We will discuss these issues and more in future editions of World Ocean Radio. (laughs) 